3: Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
2: And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peverell, and I've just been quizzed to the max by Mark Davison in part one. So if you missed part one, check it out. Um, great segment, Mark. I like that. Well, uh, I think we should keep that going for the offseason. That's a good one. We'll get yeah, our, we'll get our way though. through the roster.
1: Oh, we definitely will. Um, oh, then I have to go into the algorithm and try and get rid of those players we already did. But we can we, we can try You know, maybe do two a week or something like that, and just have a little little segment. Yeah. Um, it does it does get us to, to learn our players as well. So and you got every you pretty much got every starter. Uh, we didn't get any guys. Uh, who was there's, there's one bloke who's a receiver. Who, uh, I can't remember his name. He's number fifteen, and I don't think anyone knows Cody White. Like Cody White didn't come up. He's a receiver on the practice squad. He's a rookie. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll get him next time.
2: That's it. That's it. So, look, in this part two, we're going to really look at some of the considerations, the the challenges for the Pittsburgh Steelers this offseason, and we're going to take a heap of Q&A. So, we're going to try and keep this fairly tight, these sort of considerations, top line, um, and then absolutely throw us questions. So, get them ready to go. We love them. Um, you know, but as Chicks brought up, before we're going to start getting into all that, <laughs> It's time for Slinging the Slang. So, Mark, what is your Aussie word for this week? Uh,
1: Mine's an easy one, and I might have already said it a few times or, you know, a couple months back, but I just thought, uh, you know, when you're having a drink in the bar and I go over to America, I just want to uh, figure out from the live chat what you guys call um, a beer in a a 15-ounce glass. So when you go to the bar and you order a beer, and the, they pour it like flat, flat as ever. And you're like, where's the head? And you're like, you know, I could almost walk around the bar and pour it myself. But, uh, uh, but what do you call a beer in, in the States? So for us uh, down under in Australia, when we, when we go to, to a bar, we, we go, could I get a, a schooner of uh, VB, a schooner of um, new, um, a, you know, a schooner of beer or a couple of schooners or that's what we call it. A schooner's like a boat vessel. I don't, I'm not even too sure how Australians called it, the beer that. But in New South Wales, where me and Maddie live, it's a schooner. Um, do you know the story behind that, Maddie? I don't even know why we call it a schooner. It just is.
2: I don't know. I reckon there was a bloke, JJ Schooner, <laughs> <laughs> and he what, made all the is- glass when when Australia came over in the in the first fleet. I don't. I don't want to go down. I, actually, I'm not. We're not going <laughs> to go down that rabbit hole. You know, we're not. We're not going to go there on this, on this show. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Okay, what's awesome.
1: what's what's yours this week? And have well, in live chat, I see pints as draft, um, but yeah, we call them schooners. What's your Aussie Aussie word?
2: Mine is a saying, which actually <laughs> works really well with a schooner. I can imagine you at this on the schooners um, is flat out like a lizard drinking. Yeah. So I think anyone I- that sort of can picture that one. So lizards obviously like the hot weather. If they're going for a drink, they're uh, obviously absolutely, you know, having a bust of gut. Um, but it means basically going or working as hard or fast as possible. And I think what we're seeing with retirements for the Pittsburgh Steelers, what we're seeing with the cap challenges, what we're seeing with they need to get this draft right, for the Steelers this offseason is summed up, they're flat out like a lizard drinking, basically. 100%.
1: <laughs> and, in a- go- and going into that, we have a we have a super chat here from uh, Sean Manahan. And we did address this a little bit in the in the first uh first half but it's always fun to talk about again. Uh do you see thanks for the 2 dollars by the way or 2 bucks. Do you see JJ joining his bros uh in the black and gold Maddie?
2: Uh not if they draft Patrick Jones with the first draft pick. So um look the fact that I the fact that I'm sitting here going the numbers don't really work there are other options keep to it. They're probably going to find a way to bring him in knowing my luck. So <laughs> I can say, I don't know. My gut feel is, no, I'm just going to go no and then be really happy when they do. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, do, do you think if, if we have JJ, it's going to change a lot of things and, and, like, improve this defense even more to where we are? We can um, shut out teams or keep them under 20 and have, you know, and the, the duration of the whole season will be a lot better as well.
2: The problem the problem is though with the cap, it's not that we can't like you can afford him if you'll take six to eight million this year, like hypothetically can afford him. But what you've got to give up to keep him is gonna weaken this defense, which is why I'm like, why bring him in? We need to do stuff in the secondary, we need to bring someone in, in the inside linebacking core, that you know, and I'll go into that in a cat room this week, but you know, is he gonna change this defense? Yeah, but he he might change it for the worse if we've got to get rid of a bunch of guys just to bring him in. So that's that's my concern. Is he's as, and it's been covered in the live chat as well. He's a luxury pick at this point for us. You know, he's a luxury a luxury um, addition rather than solving a problem. And and for me, I'm this is not the year to be going after those guys. So okay,
1: here's a good question though. Did you think we would ever get Minka Fitzpatrick though? And we traded away at first to get, to get, um, yeah, I did
2: when, when he, um. this is going to sound like, okay, whatever, Matt. But uh, when he put his name up, when he were putting that trade request, I was just like, it, like the moment I saw it on Twitter, I was like, you know what? The Steelers have had this problem at free safety for so long now. Oh, I don't know. And I also, I was, I was definitely sure they were going to, I remember saying it to my fiance. I was like the Steelers, if they're going to get this draft right, are going to trade up to get Devin Bush. Uh, I feel that like they're the right moves. Um, I feel like I knew them. So, And Minka's a very different proposition to JJ. Like, I know JJ's family is sitting here in in Pittsburgh, but Minka filled a need. We got younger at a position. He was a player the Steelers wanted, but we we're, you know, were too late in terms of the draft order to be able to get him. Like, that. that's a lot more of a logical move there. And they didn't have to get rid of anyone to do it. And equally, with lost Ben, they want they knew that we needed to do something on defense if we were going to be able to support the, a quarterback like Mason Rudolph with no veteran there. So in in the quarterback room, and not rely on the offense. So yeah, that made a bit more logical sense to me.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, what what else we need need to cover? Any any other you know blaring <laughs> issues with this, with his defense, or <laughs> where do we start? Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's um look the whole thing's a challenge. I want to bring up a, a question here. I think we're starting to get some awesome questions. Um it's way far back. I think it might have been Ezra. Um, and apology if it wasn't Ezra, but there was a question around what's what free agent running backs can we afford. Look, there are a bunch of free agent running backs um sort of around that three and a half, five million mark. You know, they're a bit older though. You've got Mike Davis at the Panthers at 3 million, Matt Breeders at a bit 3 million or so. James White, you know, at the moment, he's around 4 million. I don't think he deserves that money. Tevin Coleman, but Tevin Coleman doesn't necessarily fit what we like to do at the running back position. Might be smoky, and we talked about it a few weeks ago. I think Mark Ingram could be a really interesting pickup for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, especially if you're gonna draft a young, if you're gonna draft a running back in the second round. He just provides you with a bit of power in that running back room Um, and a bit more so than Benny Snell and a bit more proven. But, you know, he's 32. Um, Yeah, I think Leonard Fournette's out of our price range. I wouldn't want to bring in Carlos Hyde and the rest of the guys are whatever, really.
1: So this goes into what uh, ex-Eddie B is saying. I'll bring it up here in just a minute. So, with if we bring in Ingram, how do you see uh, X80B says here? Do you guys see Canada using what more in this offense? So, if we have Ingram in the backfield, if he's running behind what? That's two like big physical players on that O line. What do you What do you reckon?
2: Are we talking about JJ or Derek?
1: Uh, I, you- <laughs> I assume it's Derek, but if it's if it's if it's JJ, one hundred percent put him in.
2: Now, I no, I assume no, no. It's Derek. Yeah, no, I assume it was Derek too, but I, that was my question to you, Mark, because you know with JJ <laughs> playing fullback and tight end. Um, I think Watts a really interesting one. I think he can do more out of the pass game than what Randy Land could come up with. You know, so I'm interested to see what Canada can do with that. And we know Canada likes to use that H back. We've talked before about how um, Jalen Samuels was used for NC um, State or NC whatever uh, yeah, NC State when um when Matt Canada was there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what can do, but he's got to do something more than what he's doing on special teams at the moment, even though I have said that on Catherine previously that was value given that he was, he's more beneficial when fit than Tyler Matakiewicz and Matakiewicz signed a $5 million deal, um, I think it was per year with the Buffalo Bills, but yeah.
1: So if, if they use Watt uh, more in the, as a fullback role, which he is, do they take away snaps on special uh, teams? What, what happens there? Or does he display both? Is he just a, you
2: know? uh, No, he needs to play both. I think he struggled with the injuries this year, and I think, therefore, he could have a lighter load. But with the deal that we signed him to, he needs to be – he needs to be just an active participant. He needs to make an impact.
1: Okay, excellent. I've got another one here, and this might be more down your alley. I I assume it's a draft. Uh, Yeah. Javier Mori says, who would you rather, Etni or Harris? I'd rather Javon. I have no idea. Who do you think? (laughs)
2: I'd rather Javonte Williams in the second or third round. Um, I think, oh, look, look, Harris has got that pedigree, you know. Um, and equally, if you're going to get him, he's a fine player. For me, though, and you could get high in the second round. That's where you draft back. I mean, I am probably going to say this a billion times before the draft, particularly now there are a few teams that look like they're going to be drafting tackles ahead of the Steelers um, in the latest mock drafts. If the Steelers aren't going to get an inside linebacker like that's one rumor or or a Patrick Jones um, at the defensive end position and and get younger there Um, for me trade back. This is the draft to trade back. You know, I said this on Catherine a couple of weeks ago, you know, that Warren Buffett quote, when everyone's being greedy, be fearful. When everyone's being fearful, be greedy. This is the time to do it. You know, if there's not the right guys on the board, go back. The thing about it is if you can get a couple of second rounds, a couple of third rounds, we're going to get compensatory picks. Each position becomes cheaper, which means you can afford them. You can fill more needs. We're not locked into, you know, round one money. Um, it does mean we don't have fifth year options, which I think can be really valuable at certain positions. But it's not such the it's not the worst thing in the world. So I'm still of I'm still an advocate for trading back, and I know that hasn't happened since 2001. I think it is.
1: No idea, Matt. I'm just, just reading the questions, mate. You're doing the answers. This is really a question show, isn't it? For you, we're putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm on the, I'm in the hot seat. All right.
1: So, Big Al says, uh, "What position, or what's one position you would absolutely wouldn't want the P- Pittsburgh Steelers to draft, but you could see them doing it? What do you think?"
2: That's a great question. That is a great. That is a great question, Alfred. It is. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And feel free to jump in for me, Mark. I
1: no, nah, mate. It's all you. I'd say defensive
2: tackle. I think. Well, well, that depends when you draft them. I don't. If if you're talking about a high draft pick, it would be defensive tackle.
1: Um, Mine might be safety because they they might get a safety who's really good. But then, do we need a safety because we have two safeties? Would that make that would make sense? Wouldn't it? Yeah, but I
2: like Nick Cross, and I don't know if he's opted in yet. I really want them to draft Cade Stearns as a Longhorns fan. I think he could offer us something. Um, and then you can do more with Edmonds and sub packages as well. Yeah, I think you're right, but I think it's with free safety and then them go, oh, we're going to put someone in at free safety and then we can move Minka around. Um, it's hard because we've got so many needs and we've got expensive go- Oh, I know, I know, 100%. Don't draft a kicker. Do not draft kicker, but I could see them doing that if if Boswell doesn't agree to a longer term extensional restructure because his cap number is too
1: high. Right. Okay. So our next one we got here from uh, Chad uh, on Facebook. Would you take a filler like free agent Peterson? I assume that's um, Patrick Peterson to replace Joe Hayden. But aren't, 100%. aren't they very? But are they not very similar styles of uh, CBs? Well, not huh. styles, but they're getting up an age.
2: They are, but for me, Patrick Peterson's ceiling has always been much higher than Joe Hayden's. Equally, I think I agree with – I saw a piece on this this week from Bucky Brooks, um, and he sort of talks about Peterson's longevity in the NFL being at the safety position if he's willing to make the move there and put on a little bit of size. I completely agree. And again, I'm big for seeing how we can free up um, Edmonds to do a bit more in the box. Um, and I think that will make this defense a lot faster as well in, in different places. Um, yeah, I would bring him in, but the problem for me is that you probably need to bring him in at least on 2021 on four to six mil, and I think he's more in that eight to ten mil mark this offseason. So I would I would bring him in. Um, and, you know, there was rumors, I think it was two or three years ago, that the Steelers were going to bring him in. Um, so, yeah, I I would take a flyer on him.
1: All right, and now we have one here from uh, Stilichick 46 and going back to the draft. What is the what is the most likely player we draft in the first round?
2: Uh it's going to be on the o, I think it's going to be on the O-line, but I I don't know. <laughs> the good the good tackles are gone. I just think we I uh, I just want them to trade back, but you know, there's a lot of hype um, I can see them pulling in a running back, particularly if Ben's not back, and needing to give Mason or Haskins or whoever else you bring in some weapons there. But I would go Zaven Collins. Like at this point, if we're still sitting at number twenty-four and he's available, you got to go. You got to go Zaven Collins.
1: And I know nothing about the draft, but he's a running back, I assume.
2: Zaven Collins is the inside linebacker. He's one of the top-tier guys. Well, He'd go. be faster, faster than Vince, but a thumper there, and would really. Sort of, it'd be yin and yang kind of thing with him and Bush.
1: There's, there's my first blunder of the day. I was just trying to segue into the next question. That's all. So we have one here <laughs> from uh, one from uh, Thaddeus Kennedy he says, "How much money do you think Connor will get in free agency? And is there these are great questions, by the way? And is there They're better awesome. is, and is better than anyone we can afford in, in uh, free agency right now?
2: I mean, what about you, Mark? What are your thoughts on there? Because I know you're a bit of a, you've got some time for Connor.
1: Well, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not too sure what, what, the, what the steals will do. I kind of think that I think his time may be up and it might be best to, to part ways and we go with someone younger and we develop uh, McFarlane more. We, we use Snell as a number two. Maybe he gets a better O-line around him. Um, as for the money side, I really don't follow the money side that much. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if we if we bring in – like, we could bring in Ingram or someone like that. Um, but I think you go to the, to the draft – I really, I really do. Maybe you bring in yeah, a free agent, but you draft someone as well, and you have three, or, three or four guys there fighting it out. I think we've tried. We tried Connor over the last four or five years. I think we've seen what he can offer. He hasn't got the breakaway speed that we have seen in other other running back. He doesn't have that big flashy play. Um, great human, and he played. He's played well first, and I've you know his story is awesome. But I, I wouldn't be. I'd be more hurt. Which they may get rid of Hilton than I would Connor at this stage for the running back. I'd like to see something just just happen in this offense where you can have a you know a physical back and run someone over, uh, have a bit more pace and, and 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 set the edge and really do more things and and yeah, be more successful with the team in that way. Connor's done great, but maybe it's his time like a lot of teams do when you get to a certain point, you just have to to, to both go their ways. Like you know JJ's done with the Houston Texans, although they've pretty much got rid of all their players, so. I don't know what they're doing up, uh, up there. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too sure. Uh, I, I draft someone and then develop some of the guys behind, and and hopefully you see Snell have a bit more, a bit more, of Can get. I, I've said it before. Get three yards. Get four, not two. I'm sick of seeing that. We're all white. how you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: oh, classic. Um, for me, with Connor. I'd bring him back. Oh, look. And I'd bring him back if you it's so funny, Mark. Actually, you'll enjoy this for all the Madden players out there in my I let him go in free agency and he's now in a two tandem with uh JK Dobbins um and they're belting around the league like a Kareem Hunt and um and uh Chubb sort of situation for the Browns. But um in real life, um back to real life, I would say with Connor, if you could sign him for like let's say $2 million this year, $2 million. And then he gets incentives that are like, if you get a thousand yards, you get another mil. If you get, you know, um, or let's say you get three quarters of a mil and then you get another three quarters of a mil if you, you know, run for more than 10 touchdowns. Okay, bring him back for around that 3 million mark and backload it off a two-year deal. But I just think another team will have the money to offer him and he'll get roughly $5 million a year on a... Anywhere between three and five year deal with guaranteed of like twelve million, and he's taking it because it's more than what the Steelers will offer. Yeah,
1: he, he might not fit our purpose for this for this season and, and for the longevity of the Steelers. So, um, yeah, maybe it, it is really best for both worlds. Um, I've got we've got Snowman chat coming up in a little minute, but before we do Snowman's chat, I believe it was, and yep. then we tie into it. What positions Cree says here? What positions do you guys think? Well, this is all you, Matty. You're you're going to help me with the draft. Uh, what <laughs> positions do you think that you think the guys? Uh, draft for the first three rounds. Now, for me, I would say that I I just want an O line guy, don't care who it is, has to be O line the first round. But what what do you think for the first three?
2: But you need, I mean, it depends on the compensatory picks. I think we might be due for a a third there. I think, I think you're going to get a, you're going to get at least someone on the offensive line, probably two guys on the offensive line. You will get a running back or a wide receiver, maybe even – I think they're potentially in both. Um, if, if if someone like a Trask falls, you know, into that second or third round, I can see the Steelers picking there. If if you can't get a QB in the first three – well, really for me, first two rounds, don't bother. Um, there are plenty of other people that you can you can bring in and look at a different draft. Um, but we, we did say positions, so I think they bring in a guard or a center, you know, or someone that could play both. Um Unless there's, you know, as well, previous no man's question, they'll bring in an offensive tackle in those as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably yeah. where you're going to see it. So we line RB wide receiver. Um, and then I'm hoping in the fourth, they get a tight end because there's a couple of key, t- there's a couple of good tight ends in this draft.
1: So you're going all offense. You're not going any defense uh, in for the third round.
2: No. Sorry. I should have said, um, I do think that they might get say, if, if Zayvon Collins is available, they'll draft him in at inside linebacker, and they should get an inside linebacker um, if yeah. they can. But again, there's there's only five or six guys that you want to get there, you know, in this draft.
1: Okay, we got a super chat here from Snowman. So Snowman, thanks, mate, for the five dollars, which is about forty seven dollars ninety eight in Australia, which is excellent. <laughs> um, Would you guys draft a center like Creed Humphrey in the first round? If I can just go first, love his name, Creed, let's sign him up. That's all I know about the guy. What do you reckon, Matty?
2: Well, he must be a good bloke because Creed's a good bloke and he's always in the live (laughs) chat. So, you know, Creed, uh, Creed should be up there. But I agree what actually is being said a little bit in the live chat here um centers you don't really draft in the first round unless you've got a massive gap if we we're picking like a 28 to 30 second i could kind of see it but again i'd be like can you get him in the second round he's not worth for me first round money the concern about creed humphrey and i think it's been alluded to in this live chat and i completely agree i do have a second round grade on him personally but i don't want the steals to pick him because pouncey's retired that that's forcing ourselves into a pick, and when you do that, you make mistakes. Draft best player available. Draft to fill, you know, future needs or needs that you know you're getting over the next couple of years. Don't do it now. There are veteran guys you can bring in. There are guys later in the draft as well um, that, are, that are potentially, you know, are options there that you can develop. Yeah, I, I don't don't think this would be the smartest pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: So what you're really saying is you don't want to put Artie Burns at center. <laughs> is that what you're trying to trying to get at? Yeah, pretty much
2: that's it. That's it. But, but the thing is we want if we want, I agree with what was what was coming through the live chat. Like if you want a, if you want your next center to be a a Pittsburgh Steeler for 10, 12, 13 seasons, do that with the right scouting unless unless Pouncey told them that started the year was going to be out and the Steelers, and it could have all happened, they've got the sort of scouting department that's ready to go there. Um, is there an is there a guard that they think that can snap the ball really well, that they can shift as well and we go a bit bigger? I don't know. I just – I think you're get, Matt Canada is going to get some choices in in these first few rounds as the new offensive coordinator. I don't think Adrian Clem is going to get those choices or have that sway. Um, they don't want to give weapons around. So, yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't draft Creed.
1: Here's a good one from uh, Chad again in uh, Facebook land. Uh, if Sam Darnold was available by the Jets, would you go and get him?
2: Mason Rudolph and a fourth, if we've got a third and fourth compensatory pick. Oh, no. Actually, I'd just go Mason Rudolph and... um, Yeah, no, Mason Rudolph and a fourth. Right.
1: I think, it. yeah, does it depend, though, if Big Ben's going to come back or not? Like, do you bring... Uh, Sam in for a backup job, or does Sam need to start? I think he needs another chance at a, at a better team. I think the Jets have used him tremendously, like awfully. It's he just needs a shot. Like he has a he has a big arm, and I think he's got a. It's hard to have a career when you started like that. When you, when those those kind of um franchises that that put you in a really tough position. Coming to the Steelers, you might have a really a good chance to to do to to be better.
2: Yeah, I think. But if I'm Sam Darnold... Oh, yeah, I think you only do this if, if Ben's not coming back. But if I'm Sam Darnold, like the Jets had a rubbish O-line there for a while. The Steelers will have a better one, but it won't be like, you know... It won't be light years ahead of, you know, some of the O-lines he's had at the Jets. He doesn't necessarily have a running back, which he didn't really have in Lav Bell there anyway. Like, the only benefit of him going to the Steelers would be that, like, the defense is a lot better, so he wouldn't be forced into a lot of positions. I... I don't. I don't. Know. I think there are better teams for him to go to. Go to. Like, if I were him, I'd be trying to get. Would I be trying to get into the Colts potentially? You know,
1: I, I, I agree. I just don't think that uh, Sam would. Get, uh, well, the Steelers would chase for Sam. I don't think he's a. It's a high priority, and like a, it's a massive move, and it, it. I think it would anger a lot of fans if we got rid of Ben and we brought in Sam or Donald here. Like, yeah, I don't think it's a. It's a. It's a. It's not a. Not a smart move if it happens. Sure, I would support the guy. I uh, would, you know, hope he would have a great career, but is he going to turn into, you know, Big Ben has been a franchise quarterback for now 17 years, pretty much the whole time. When I, I saw a comment there, I, I, I started watching when Tommy Maddox was there, number eight, and then Ben came in the year after. So I don't think he would be the next big guy. Uh, and we already brought in Haskins, so I don't know what's going to happen in that situation. But it really depends if Big Ben comes back or not. And then if they, like, the transition from to fill in Big Ben's shoes for Sam would be huge. So I don't even know if even if he would want that. I, I certainly do think he wants another team, though. Um, Not sure where, but like he needs he needs another chance. And, and like with that Jets team, they were almost playing to lose. or The, the coaches weren't putting him in, in the best position to win. So he definitely needs to get out of that environment, maybe go to a new team and, and just, just see what happens there.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. It. I just don't think this. I don't think the is the answer for him. I, yeah, I just don't see. I don't see that necessarily being uh, the ch- the choice of place. Put it that way. Put it that way.
1: Well, we've got another one here just to to go into that. Is uh, Maury says here, who's better right now, Donald or Haskins? Donald. Yeah.
2: Da- like Haskins on uh, Haskins might have more potential. He might have better like tangibles and what have you. But Donald's the one with the experience, like, and to me, he's—I he, think he can read a bit more into that, you know, read the defense probably a bit better at the NFL level. Um, yeah, it's that it, it, maybe it's different on who's got more potential and promise, um, and then of course you probably might go Huskins, um, or maybe the definite Haskins. But yeah, it's—it it depends on what we're looking at there for me. Um, I want to bring up Stiller Chicks. Oh, yeah, sorry.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. you go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to wrap up Steeler Chicks question. Uh, Steeler Chick 46 on the YouTube side of things. Did I hear correct that Pittsburgh coaches went to Trevor's pro day? I think I heard the same thing. Um, obviously the Steelers aren't in there for him. I mean, we'd have to pull off the mother of all trades. Um, but I think you've got to do, do your due diligence and who knows, they might be looking at another quarterback and they want to balance what they're seeing for another quarterback by looking at the guy that's touted as number one. I mean I think that's when we look at some of the players when the Steelers have successful drafts um they're very much looking at the comparisons of what they see in other you know in other players and I think we look at that particularly with how well they do drafting wide receivers you know in the second and third rounds as well and even later so um that's that's due diligence and if they weren't I'd be like what are you doing at the moment because you got to get better
1: Yeah I actually watched a bit of that um his pro day yesterday it goes for about an hour and you can pretty much summarize too. Yeah, it was it was good to watch, and it was it just reminded me of things getting back to normal and, and the draft stuff. But you can pretty sure, like I know with the commentators, they had to talk about him for an hour throwing a ball to to no no defense, and you're like, you know, he has a great strong arm. He does this and this, and you're like, yeah, you're just covering what you did, said the last fifteen minutes, dude. Like it was it was cool to watch, and I'm excited for the for the draft. And like he he's definitely going number one, isn't he? He's going to the Jags, isn't he? For sure. Oh, without a doubt.
2: I mean, particularly yeah. with their quarterback room. I mean, you're not going to go with Lutz or um Minshew. But I actually have to say, I watch and no one's perfect, right? And I, you know, don't have a very strong on myself. But of course, I'm nowhere near. I'm you know, a billion years away from Trevor Lawrence. But I didn't like. I, I got to say, some of his short throws and when he shows outside throws outside the numbers, I should say. Um. Oh, raised a couple of questions for me. I still think he's number one, but I I expect a little bit more out of those, but that's that's just me. That's
1: just me. It's a, it's always though, like a, it must be a lot of pressure for these guys going number oh. one. And then just the, the hype overall and Joe Burrow, he's, he's, he handled it quite well. And he's, he, I think he'll be a, a tough guy in the future to diverse as a Steeler, a Steeler fan to, to watch him. And uh, yeah, it's 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 for these young blokes and, you know, imagine being number one and you have to do you have to be the franchise now and you've got to turn everything around and it's all up to you. So um and we've seen it with um who's a who's the bloke in the Chargers guy is it Herbert. Like he's Herbert. Done, he played really well and he wasn't he wasn't number one. So it's 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 either they they grab it they grab it by the uh, bull by the horns and they go for it or they they you know succumb to un, under pressure.
2: hundred percent. I want to bring up Brad, Brad Jewett's comment um, from the YouTube side. The only quarterback we draft this year is Mac Jones. If he's available at 24, he's not going to be, and I don't want him. Address QB in 22 and see what we have with Haskins. Um, agree on Mac Jones. Mac Jones's arm is not what we want to bring in the Pittsburgh Steelers. He needs a heavy run game, you know, um, a bit more dink and dunk from, from what I see in the value of him at the NFL level. Yeah, if, if the Steelers sign Mac Jones um, or draft him in, I should say, it was the 24th pick. I am going to be livid about that. Like I would go on about that for a long time. Like that is, that is a bad pick. That is an, uh, that is worse than Artie Burns. If they pick him at 24.
1: We, we need a, we need a live reaction for that as well, which might be. They I will be. Sure. If, if I think BTS might be doing something for the draft, we got we got to figure that out. And all bad's going to figure that out. But uh, that would be hilarious to watch.
2: I wouldn't <laughs> be happy, man. And Mark, you know, my rants off there, <laughs> but bring up John Stevens yeah. comment as well from YouTube. Um, You know, I'm happy to, Bring in some Facebook questions if anyone's got them on the Facebook side of things, 2022 or 2023, if we've no solid O-line or run game, we're just throwing some kid under the bus. Agree, 100%. We've got to, got to provide. But equally, if there's someone that, you know, if – look at – let's say it's not Russell Wilson that's gone, you know, sour in a Seahawks, but there's another, you know, top quarterback that's not happy wherever he is, Um, you know, we want – You know, let's say, you know, whether it's a Kyle Murray or whoever it's going to be, we want to be that team that suddenly has some cap because we've got cap those years, but we're an exciting prospect. It's like what I said six, seven weeks ago with Deshaun Watson. Does Deshaun Watson really want to come to the Pittsburgh Steelers who have, you know, questions at O-line? No, you don't. You're going to be running for your life like Big Ben was. Like, that's, you know, this season or having to throw it, you know, in 1.2 seconds or, and we know it's more like 2.3 or whatever it was, but... My point being is that, like, I agree. We let's let's create some surefire, you know, I guess safety in terms of what you what you trust. I guess trust in your O line and your own game.
1: Definitely got to build that, that that wall back up and have a better better push for sure.
2: Awesome. Well, we'll start to wrap it up with a couple of last ones. Um, I think. I think this is. Javier Mori better than Burrow. I think he's referring to Lawrence there. Oh, I don't know. I think Burrow Burrow surprised me. I, I thought I think he did better this season than what I thought he would his rookie year.
1: Just depends what what team uh, he goes into, and and it's hard though. Like college tape, and even Burrow now, it's still only one season. I think we we uh, we select these guys and we think okay, you know, off one year that's he's going to be, he's going to be terrible or one year he's going to be awesome. So let's just see how their, their career plays out the next three or four years, at least.
2: That's it. That is it. Um, John Easton says Steelers are not drafting, trading or getting any free agent QB quit hating on Ben. They're taking Najee, Harris or the O-line. Oh, I don't want them to draft Najee Harris. I just think he can get good running backs in the later rounds.
1: I think they, I still think they go with, with an O line. I, I think that's yeah. what the Steelers have done in the past. Uh, I don't think they do. They're not going to. They won't shock you like you said. You'll be with a QB or, or an RB, um, or a receiver. I think you've got to build in those trenches. You've got to help Dotson out. And you've got to somehow maybe not stretch for a center, but you got to you know get a guard or something like that. And yeah, they've got some things. They've really got to start to figure out how to have this. Going kind of, the next, you know, the the next career for the next QB behind them is going to develop and push. Like we had, uh, well, um, the is still there, but he's he's getting long in the tooth now, and 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 you've got Vunua Waiver there as well. So it's like these are Ben's guys. Who's going to be their guys, for the next quarterback? And it's been it's been next year, I think, but a year after that, when we get a, a new quarterback in there, who's going to be there? And how do we do that with our running game as well? Are we going to get that Frasian guy like Ingram coming in? And and like I, all I want, and, and what I stress, and a lot of fans want is just a physicality back. You saw in that that Super Bowl with the Bucks, the defense and just their running game too, it's just so physical and just the way they are pushing people around. That's what we need to get back to, and that's what I think that that's where the leadership will come from. Some of these players as well.
2: That's it. I mean, and Villanova is off contract. De Castro. I mean, you know, I know Jeff said this week he's he's got a feeling De Castro will retire. I think De Castro has got a couple of years left. If that again. I don't know what you'd necessarily get for him. I think he should be traded, get his number and get picks. I'm just all about getting picks. You know, we've got so many needs right now and we've got to get younger. Um, You know, so DeCastro's future with the Pittsburgh Steelers is, you know, if he comes back, great. You know, he'll do something. I think he'll have a better year. Um, But, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. we're just last couple of questions. I think there's one from Thaddeus, and we'll throw to Snowman. But Thaddeus says, Can Haskins be our starter in 2022? Mark, thoughts?
1: Just quickly, I'm not too sure. You've got to make sure he gets up the depth chart, really. He's, he's, he hasn't got a jersey number yet. I don't know. I, I would like to see him be number two for a little behind Ben. And then if Ben goes away, yeah, give him a shot. Um, he's been, what, then it'll be three or four years into uh, his NFL career. So that's. That's my answer to get around that question. To <laughs> so dodge around it, <laughs> Dave Schofield answer. Yeah, exactly.
2: um, And bring up Snowman's just to probably close out the show. Samuel Cosme in the first tackle from the Texas Longhorns, and Javante Williams in the second. Snowman, if they can get Cosme up for twenty-four, they even if they can draft, they trade up and, and get into sort of those mid-teens. Terrific. I'd be thrilled with those two picks. That would be. That would be an awesome situation. Um, you know, I'll be I'll be cheering on the, absolutely cheering on the sidelines. I will whoever the Steelers pick, but, um, <laughs> you know, as long as it's not Mac Jones. But, um, yeah, no, that would be awesome if we could get those two guys. That'd be terrific. Um, I think Darasaw as well, and Ezra's just popped up, him and then, he's definitely a mid-20s pick for me if you're going to go in the first round. But even I still, my grade on him, though, is deeper into the second round. Um, but Mark, any final thoughts before we close out the show?
1: No, it's been a great show. Thanks for everyone coming into the live chat. This is always awesome for us. It's our Sunday. It's now ten thirty a.m. So it, I'm not too sure what it's over there um, in USA land. It might be six p.m. on the on the East Coast. Um, it's always fun coming on here. It's always it's always good to talk steel football, have a bit of a laugh. We all, we enjoy the live chat. Um, I still haven't met Maddie in person yet, which we're still trying to figure that out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, this is, this is awesome. I, I really do appreciate how I can be uh, in this forum and, 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 like, I don't really don't know too much about the draft, but I do, I do learn from Maddie about the cap room and stuff like that. Uh, for me, I just turn up every, or in our Monday mornings at 3am or 5am and I put the the TV on and I just want to see our Steelers succeed. I don't care who really wears the jersey. Um, as long as they're a good person and they're doing good things on the field, then you know, I'm all for it. I just want to see this club succeed. Uh, if, if players do go away like Mike Hilton or if Vince William isn't there, or if, if Maddie wants to cut uh, Joe Hayden, then I'll be, you know, a little bit, a little bit mad. Um, but that's part of the process, and that's why we are still fans. And I like this community is just amazing. Um, my as Nation Australia community is, ama- is amazing too. I have a lot of fun with that. That's how I met Maddie here. Um, yeah it's awesome. this is what this is why we talk it, and then when we can travel the world again, we'll I wear my jersey, I'll wear my shirt, and I'll bump into someone that's that's a Pittsburgh fan and we'll we'll talk about this forever. like we could go on you know a twelve hour podcast if we wanted to our throats would our throats would be dry, but it'd be a lot of fun
2: that's it yeah <laughs> that's it, mark and yeah, just complete second that um Ezra totally. It is truly a the world. The Steelers are the best fans in the world. Big Ben said it. We know it on the other side of the world. We know it for all the listeners out there that, you know, don't necessarily get to join the live YouTubes but listen to us on audio from wherever they are and I think in Canada and stuff. Um, that's right. I'm on Sutton. Um, I wasn't. I, I just will caveat. I wasn't on Sutton until late in the season. I just think he can That's so
1: true, that. by the way. That is, that is so true. We do disagree on that. I, I really like – I think Hilton's a better player, but there we go.
2: Black and Sorry. gold goggles. We do need to we do need to close this down. But uh, <laughs> black and gold, black and gold goggles says, do we take do we take Mac Jones if there, he's there at twenty four? Max, scroll back um, a little <laughs> bit once we end the show um, on this, and you'll hear my thoughts. Um, yeah, you'll hear my thoughts in terms of Mac Jones. So yeah, but with that, everyone, thanks for joining us. We'll be back live with you next week, Saturday, about five pm ish Eastern Standard Time in the American East Coast. Have a great weekend um, and yeah, we'll catch you then. Go Steelers! Go Steelers! Anatomy of an ad.
3: Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.
0: Define an opportunity.
3: Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now.
0: Identify a problem.
3: Creating an audio ad is time consuming.
0: Offer a solution.
3: Utilize cutting edge AI.